Welcome to It Was Found in My Heart. We pray that through the word you will yearn to increase in the knowledge of God. And may you realize that you are known, loved, and valued. And even before you put on flesh, you were found in his heart. Thus the saying, one sows and another reaps, is true. I sent you to reap what you have not worked for. Others have done the hard work, and you have reaped the benefits of their labor. Amen. And this is um, this is a good example of natural thinking um, versus spiritual thinking. You know, they were talking about food, meat, um, provision, earthly provision. But Jesus went straight to the heavenly thought of why he was there. You know, I think about, you know, man cannot live by bread alone. I think that you mentioned that earlier. Man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out the mouth of God. So I think that this is one of those examples of, yeah, food is good. Bread is good. But there's a mission that as a born again believer we have. We have been um, assigned a task, a mission that once we become born again, we become these agents from heaven. We become ministers of reconciliation, reconciling people back to God. And so the things this, this like the scripture says, don't get entangled by the affairs of this world is because we are from another place. We're in this world, but not of it. We have an assignment from God because we know that he has endowed us with some heavenly things, some a heavenly mission, a heavenly plan, a heavenly purpose. And so we are operating in those things. As born again, our minds change. The, you know, when we are born again, we see and process things differently. Uh, just like verse 32 is something differently. He says one thing and they're thinking another thing. Um, we have a heavenly work to do that far outweighs what we're doing here on earth, the task that we're doing on earth. And Jesus goes from food to mission because sometimes we get mixed up. We want earthly mission to supersede a heavenly plan. And it can't be like that. We need to stay focused on the mission and the plan that God has called us to do. Amen. Um, he Jesus was expressing an urgency about completing the Father's work. Um, we he says we don't we don't need to wait. And he t- tells them about the four months, and then there's a how he's saying no. That look, open your eyes. The field they're ripe for harvest. We don't need to wait. The harvest is ready right now. The work is done and all we have to do is reap. Amen. Now we get back to the Samaritans and the the woman and her evangelizing because that's what she did. She preached, she evangelized and, and there was a response. And this is the response. Verse 39, many of the Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. So see how important our testimony is? And the enemy would have us to keep our mouths shut because, oh, that's a private thing. No, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our words of our testimony. So they believed because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they urged him to stay with them. And he stayed two days And because of his words, many more became believers. They said to the woman, 
We no longer believe just because of what you said. Now we have heard for ourselves and we know that this man really is the savior of the world. So we can hear words, people speak words, and we can believe because of those words, because we have examples of believing what the disciples have written in, in this word. But but we have to get into this word for ourselves to know that what they're saying is true. And these men, these people, urged Jesus to stay and talk and and share and explain whatever he did. And then they believed because they had a face-to-face. They had an encounter. Mm-hmm. You know, There's one thing about hearing the word in church or somebody's ministering to you or you reading the Bible. Even those are great, but it's just something about having an encounter that changes everything. It takes it from, I believe in what you're saying according to the word, but I had an encounter. It just makes it more intimate, mm-hmm. makes it more like you draw close to me, I will draw close okay. to you. And so these people spent two days with Jesus and had an encounter with him that changed the very dynamic of the city, a whole city, a city that was bent on racism and cultural mm-hmm. discord was changed in just a matter of him spending a couple of days with these people and sharing the word of God. And what I found interesting about the statement that made, we now know that he is the Christ, the savior of the world. And I'm like saying, okay, uh, if they were about the Torah, which is the first five, Genesis, Exodus, Deuteronomy, Leviticus, and Numbers, right? So I went back and I looked over. Um, I got this book there. I can see where the prophecies were about Jesus. And so I'll go in there and I see all the verses that that's in those five books. And nothing ex- expresses Jesus the way they express Jesus. He went into that city for two days and taught them all things. And he taught them about this is what's going on. This is why this was in Moses. This is what Moses was talking about. He was telling, talking about me. And then he probably took them to the prophets and, and Psalms because they all pointed to him too. Yeah. And so they came out of that conference, you know, that, that Christian conference with Jesus that much, much better. And that's why they can come out there and says, we believe the words he said, but now we believe even more mm-hmm. because we've had an encounter right. with the Messiah of the world. That's right. And so um, the, the the Torah that I was talking about, let me let me read some of the things that came out of the Torah that spoke about Jesus um, were referencing Jesus. It was in Genesis 3.15. It talked about the seed of the woman. It talks about Jesus would be this. Jesus is that seed. And Genesis 12.3, it talks about Abraham. He would be of Abraham. Genesis 17.19, that Jesus would be of Isaac. And Numbers 24.17 it talks about him being of Jacob. And Genesis 49, 10, it talks about him being of the tribe of Judah. And Deuteronomy 18, 15, it talks about him being a prophet. So I don't see anything that talks about the Messiah. Unless you have an encounter, those words are unknown to you. But these people either were studying or God was revealing things to them. This Sumerian city uh, in conflict with the Jewish people, a mixed rate. And we talk about, it's not like black and white getting together or something. This was really bad because it was a serving God, serving man type thing. They were serving the, serving the God of the Jews, but also they were serving the pagan gods too. And you know, God don't like that, you know? So now Jesus is on the scene and he's talking to these people, converting these people to know that he is the Messiah. He is the only true God because it's like the whole city got converted, right? Many, many, many picture of this. You know, I don't know who you are. 
I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you've done, but you should be kind of comforted in knowing that Jesus didn't isolate this woman at the well. He didn't isolate uh, this city because of racial conflict. He persists on letting them know and lets us know that his love covers a multitude of sins. And so he came out there and, and, and if there was a problem, it was a problem probably with the religious leaders because they've been studying the Bible all this time or the, or the strolls all this time. And here is this dude that says he's the Messiah, right? But he's hanging around the wrong people. He's tearing down traditions. He's tearing down religion. And he's welcoming a relationship. That's why we worship God in spirit and truth. It's a relationship. It's a relationship. You've been listening to It Was Found in My Heart with Gary and Veronica. If you need prayer or if you have any questions or responses, you can contact us by sending us an email at iwfimh at gmail.com. That's iwfimh at gmail.com.